Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It is nearly wild card weekend. Let's hope it's wild. Let's hope it's wacky. Let's hope it's weird. Let's get a little bit weird, shall we? My goodness, after the week that we've had, I'm not sure it could be any weirder. In fact, the field uh, and the action between the white lines might actually be... No, I can't say it. I can't say but but. No, can't say it. You're not going to fall asleep, are you? On Saturday evening, busy day maybe, lot to do. It's actually a holiday weekend for a lot of people. My, my mom just went back to school on Tuesday. That's when she went back to school. After more than three weeks off, her daughter gets married. She celebrates the holidays. Then she's got almost two weeks to recover. She now has a four-day weekend. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Nobody's got it better than your mom right now. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, why would you retire? It's actually a source of frustration for her because she feels like the school constantly gives kids days off. and It's a private school. Constantly gives the students days off when they need to be in class and falling behind. Uh, but she's not going to complain about a four-day weekend. Although I, I think right on the heels of a three-plus-week break, I don't want to say vacation necessarily, but three plus weeks out of the classroom that I would be itching to get back on track. It's almost hard to, it makes it harder to get back into the routine, being off, going back and being right off again. Yeah, I was only out for a week and a half, did work for part of the 18 days that I was away in Texas or en route to and from and then away in Texas and it was hard to get back into the routine. Uh, Speaking of mom, we have a date this weekend. Do you want to know what we're doing? (laughs) So in amongst the boxes and the furniture and the pets and trying to navigate a brand new season in life and schedules, which include having another person, another pet in the house where I used to live by myself. It's a lot. There's a lot of transition. None of it bad. We're, we're all good. It's just that it's, it's a lot of change. The wedding photos have finally come in. And mom, now, so here, the caveat, there are 1,100 photos. Not all of them are good. So the photographers, there were two of them, but, but one lead photographer, he gave us Every photo they took, not the ones he liked or the ones that didn't have eyes closed or the ones that didn't catch 
his subjects in weird positions that made them look like they weigh 300 pounds. I mean, those types of photos, you know, you can capture a person or a group of people or a moment in a way that actually doesn't represent that person or that moment well. And we were under the impression, I'm not sure how, maybe because of the previous photographer that we had interviewed and hired until he backed out on us, we thought that this photographer would be taking out the photos that were poor quality or just weren't good photos. No, that's not the case. We got every single photo that he and his partner took. 1,100 plus photos from from the wedding and the reception. And so Bob and I went through them for the first time. And I'll be honest, I was actually disappointed. I felt like, now I'm very critical of myself in photos, but I felt like there were far more poor quality photos than there were positive ones, ones that we want to keep. And I also was a little nervous about the fact that there might not be every moment captured. And there was one glaring miss, shall we call it, one glaring absence. This is really crazy. I don't know how this happened. He captured both moms walking down the aisles with their sons. Two of my bridesmaids, and, and my bridesmaids were all family, including my nieces. He had one of my nieces and my sister-in-law, as well as photos, of course, of me walking down the aisle with my brother. Both moms, one niece, one sister-in-law, me. Somehow missed the first bridesmaid. Don't have any idea how. Got the second and third bridesmaids walking down the aisle. Got the moms before the bridesmaids walked down the aisle. Somehow missed the first girl in purple. I I don't know how that happened. And he didn't have an explanation for it either. All he said was, sorry. (laughs) That was the response we got. Don't know how two photographers who capture the first two women down the aisle and the last three women down the aisle somehow missed the first bridesmaid to walk down the aisle. So clearly they knew it was happening. It was going on. They were in a position. Yeah, They've got the moms, and they end up getting the other bridesmaids and the bride. That would have been a, a much bigger problem. But somehow entirely missed the first bridesmaid. Is there pictures during the, where when it should be of her, like of the audience, or there's no, just nothing? They just there's nothing. They somehow just on biffed on that moment. What? I, I have no idea how it happened. They went right from moms to second bridesmaid in the photos. There's no first bridesmaid. So it's my older niece. She was the first one to walk down the aisle, and we don't have photos of that, unfortunately. We have some really sweet photos of the second niece and the moms and my sister-in-law, but somehow not the first niece. Thankfully, she's not the type of person who will be upset over it, and there are other photos of her, just not when she was the first one in purple to walk down the aisle. I don't understand what I don't either. that could have missed. Right. So the first time through the photos, we were, I, both Bob and I were upset over that, the fact that she was not there. And then there were some other photos that we weren't sure we liked. We went back and we didn't know if this moment was, was portrayed accurately or do we have enough of this or that. And, and going through them a second time, we're finding more photos that we like. So now the job has become marking the photos that we like and then downloading the photos that we like. And then after that, I told Bob, I was like, just beware. I'll be organizing all of these photos. <laughs> and he just laughed at me. So anyway, well, that's one of the things that we get to do this weekend. But as you can imagine, mom wants to see them all.
So I will not let mom go through them without me because just it's a thing. Just we're going to have to go through the photos. Yes. And I don't trust her to not download photos that I do not want her to download. (laughs) And actually, she doesn't own the link. I do. Or Bob and I do. We paid for it. Actually, I paid for it. So I own the link. Um, And so that's one of the tasks of this weekend is hearing my mom. I can just hear it right now on the phone. Jay. No. Oh, no. Ah, no, that's terrible. Oh, that, not that one. No, I like that, that one. That's oh, my no. mom, right? Is she's, and I get it from her. She's blunt. She's frank. She doesn't hold back her opinion. But you may remember I told you the story even before we ever went to look for my wedding dress where I, I said to her mom, I just need you to be positive first before you say anything negative. What do you mean? Well, mom, sometimes you have a tendency to, to jump to the negative. I said, we're going to be in a place of business. Please don't go, ew, no. And she said, well, don't you want to know my opinion? Well, yes, mom, I do. But could you maybe try saying something positive first? So I know that she did. But I remember I said to her, what happens if I find a dress that I like that you don't? And her response was, and I quote, oh, that won't happen. Zero chance. And so, yes, yeah, so I'm a little bit nervous about her reaction to the photos because, as to say, my mom doesn't have a V-chip when it comes to her opinions. Again, I come by it honestly. So I've told her she's only allowed to look at photos of me, and she's agreed. Okay, but I might need to mute her on the phone. It's a complete crap. <laughs> she better not say that. It's a complete crap. I would be really upset if she said anything like that. Crap. Oh, it, it's okay if I say I don't like the photo, right? But it's it's just it's a something entirely different if someone else says, "Oh no, that's not a good photo." No, you got to <laughs> like the photos. Come on. I think she'll like them. No, she will. And and I think that the fact that we've already been through them now multiple times and we know which ones we really don't like, hopefully mom and I will laugh at some of the ones that don't make the bride look Flattering, shall we say. This is why we didn't allow anyone at our wedding to post on social media because we didn't want photos that we had no autonomy over or or veto power over. <laughs> so you get all the photos, right? Oh, I have all 1,100 photos. And they're all yours. And they're all mine. Right. Yes, we, we purchased them carte blanche. Just give us, give us all the photos. I just thought they would go through and weed out the ones that are not good photos because oh, I guess they that's... represent the photographer, right? That's his brand. True. But he did not. He just gave us the whole damn link. 1,100 photos. It's crazy, right? 1,100. Not two, not three, <laughs> not four, Definitely not, not five. two or three or four or five. But uh, we went through the wedding photos, like the one specifically from wedding and then the photography session after, photo session after. And that was about 550 or so. We found 200 that we really like. That's just of the wedding and then the photo session outdoors afterwards. I tell you what, the reception photos, amazing. We like those a lot because they feature our entrance with lightsabers Mm -hmm. and to the Imperial March. They feature the dancing, which we got some great photos of friends and family dancing. Uh, They feature some of the other kind of fun moments like the toast. Um, And it's really, you know, it's really interesting. We're seeing moments that we didn't see. When we weren't, when we were actually at the reception, when we weren't able to pay attention to everything, we're now seeing, wait, what, what was going on there? <laughs> <laughs> what were they doing at that time? <laughs> what? Like, for instance.
since I had no idea that there was a cornhole board oh. and that one of his sons and his fiancés was playing cornhole. I, I had no idea they were out there playing cornhole. I never saw it. And I said, where was I? Oh, well, you must have been dancing. Like, oh, okay. Didn't know that, you know, some of his other relatives got out and were dancing away. So it's kind of fun to go back and relive the reception and the moments that we didn't see. Yeah, you, like... It, it, like you said, just reliving the moment. Yeah. Like you don't see them, and then there they are. It's like it's like reliving the night all over mm. again. We we definitely uh, well we we haven't seen the video yet. We definitely will feel that way when we watch the video. The video is being saved for our first month anniversary, which is coming up. Actually, that's true. Wow. Yeah. So 1,100 photos that we are now sifting through, uh, and and we will be happy if we have like three. 300 or so that we really like that's plenty like that's, that's just that's a, a lot it's a lot of photos that's a lot of photos <laughs> i kept saying to him as we were going through them for the first time oh my gosh there are so many photos of me this is way too many photos of me but but that's clearly the goal of the photographers as you take pictures of the bride it's right his job right yeah it is his, his job but i i was tired of looking at photos of me <laughs> After an hour, I'm like that's enough. I don't need to see any more photos of my face. <laughs> Are they mostly like candids, or did you like pose for any of them? Well, we did do some poses after the recept, or I'm sorry, after the ceremony before the reception, uh, and we did probably uh, maybe 20 minutes or so. We really wanted more candids than mm-hmm. anything, and we wanted more photos of us outside. Because that's why we picked this particular ranch, because the property was gorgeous. So we took photos in front of this fallen tree. It was a really pretty backdrop with a horse we told you about, the one that bit me. Uh, Yeah, he got mad when I started to pay attention to something else. Uh, We took photos in front of this old tractor that was actually sunken into part of the, the ground, which is, you know, the tractor from like the 1950s or something. It was really neat. So we have some really awesome photos that we like. It's just weeding through the ones that we don't like, but it's okay. It's that and the fact that my one niece apparently is a wall from. That's a so odd. <laughs> what was he doing? I don't. I'm not sure. Distracted. Taking a Something. taking a bathroom break. Maybe, but, but they can't. But there were two photographers. So how did they both miss it? That's the question. What did she do to them before? Did she was like. <laughs> maybe she said something like, "Hey, make sure you get me good." And they're like, "Oh, I'm not going to get you at all." I don't know. Yeah. So anyway. That that's fun. That'll be happening this weekend. And then I, in fact, I uh, have already sent a few to the family, and they're psyched. They can't wait to see more of them. So that'll be part of the weekend. When it's not football, it's photos. Football and photos this weekend. And I, as I say, I know it's a holiday weekend for a lot of people. So we will be here Sunday night, of course, and then of course Monday night because that's when we get Bucks and Eagles to cap Wild Card Weekend. So let's go ahead and we'll we'll dive in. Uh, we'll start to talk about some of these playoff matchups. Uh, it's interesting too to think about the history and the reunions. I mean, that to me adds an emotional element more for fans and for radio hosts than anything. Uh, but yeah, there there's some. Some dramatic storylines that you kind of wonder, did the NFL actually write this script? No, 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 no. All right, so vote for the game of the week. I know there's only four. You can pick any ones that you want. You'll just have to reply to us on Twitter, A-Law Radio, or on our Facebook page. Happy to have you with us on what is quickly becoming a Friday. It's going to be chaotic. It is. Um, guys are going to be, their head's going to be spinning. <laughs> It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. 
Here comes the 14th play of the Rams' first possession with cup in motion for Trips Rock. Stafford has it, sets the laces, drills one, end zone, caught! Puka Nakua! Touchdown LA! 95 yards to Paydirt to grab the first quarter lead. Gibbs the back behind Goff, who's up under center. Jared takes, turns, fakes the gift, sets in the pocket. Jared drifts left, look, look. Now he throws downfield. It is caught. Left sideline, cutting back. That is Amon Ross St. Brown. Angling at the 25, to the 20, to the 15, cuts back at the 10. Amon Ross at the 5, fighting at the 2, yes, into the end zone. Touchdown, Detroit Lions. Oh, baby, what a run by Amon Ross St. Brown. Angling across the field, cutting it back. 70 yards from Jared Goff. Off the field. On the money and after hours, it's time to talk football with Amy Lawrence. I got to tell you the truth. If it was Lions and Rams from Ford Field that was on Peacock, I would be decidedly ticked. (laughs) I am going to miss watching Dolphins and Chiefs live on Saturday night. But I will be able to catch it on Sunday as soon as it's flipped on NFL Network. I guarantee you it will air overnight and then again Sunday morning on NFL Network. I have zero doubt that you'll get the first three. Oh, well, the first two. You'll get the first two playoff games from Wild Card Weekend re-airing on NFL Network within hours. So don't fret if you don't have Peacock. You can also listen to it on the radio if you're outside of Miami or Kansas City. But if I couldn't watch the return of Matthew Stafford to Detroit, if I couldn't see the reaction from the fans or the atmosphere at Ford Field couldn't hear it and kind of watch it unfold, I'd be pretty upset. So I think it's strategic of the NFL to put Dolphins Chiefs on Peacock on a Saturday night only because I think Patrick Mahomes is a huge draw. Travis Kelsey, I swear there are going to be Swifties if Taylor Swift is on hand. And I haven't heard because I don't follow her on social or anything. But if she and Travis are still serious, I can imagine she would be. It's a playoff game. But this is definitely strategic by the league hoping that the lure of the reigning NFL MVP and the Super Bowl champions will attract people to Peacock. Some of you already upset about the fact that it's unfair, it's a playoff game, blah, blah, blah. Well, the NFL's making billions of dollars on it, so they're not going to turn that money down. But, but there are ways around it. You could go to a sports bar. It'll be airing at a sports bar or a restaurant near you. You could... Find someone who has Peacock, share their, oh, wait a minute. Is it one of those streaming services that there's no password sharing? Because I, oh, sorry, because I was going to say, very few of those actually restrict the password. Jay. Hmm? (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? I don't know. I was just pointing out that you're my producer and your name is Jay. And, and, uh. I don't know anything about password sharing with Jay. Only that. <laughs> what episode are you up to in Clone Wars? Oh, only that. <laughs> only that Netflix appears to be the one cracking down. But a lot of them you can't. I share my Amazon Prime password with with. Well, I did with Bob. I don't have to share it with him anymore. But I did back before we were married, and he would watch things on my Amazon Prime. 
So I I think my Netflix, my sister tried to use it from another location, which is the same town but a different house, mm-hmm. and they said that it didn't match the IP or something. Interesting. You know, so, yeah. And that's the only time, but it was uh, then again, it like didn't happen. So it was like a one-time thing where they're like, "Hey, we got you." But we don't really care all the time. I don't know. Gotcha. Uh, I've shared my Paramount Plus password with people, and they've used it. So I I don't know that it's a restricted thing for most streaming services. So you may try borrowing someone's password. <laughs> but but also, as I say, NFL Network will have it multiple times next week. Though I know it's not quite the same experience when you're not watching it live. But I would be ticked, as many of you are, if it was Rams-Lions. Because that's one that I want to see. Uh, some of you are mad that Rams and Lions is at 8 o'clock Detroit time. <laughs> but, I mean, it's the Rams, that their fan base, because they do have fans, I promise, uh, in Los Angeles. Uh, you know, It's a 5 o'clock kickoff Pacific time. Although, I guess if they're still Rams fans in St. Louis, well, that's a 7 o'clock kickoff time. You know, during football playoffs, they're not going to air the games at the same time. They all have to have their own individual time slot. So this is your compromise. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. I am struck by the fact that Matthew Stafford was part of the culture there in Detroit where they had not hosted a home playoff game. And every year, every year, every year, they would count the numbers and they would add to their futility, and the story and the legend would grow. Now here they're finally hosting. How, how does this happen? They're finally hosting a playoff game for the first time in 30 years, and it's against their former quarterback, who's going to try to extend their futility. Oi! It's like a stake in the heart. So Matthew Stafford knows that it's going to be raucous there at Ford Field because he's been there when they've had, when he's been the reason they were cheering. Well, now he's not. There were some some loud ones I can remember playing there, um, and it's a fun place to play. So uh, I'll obviously be on the other side of trying to communicate during those games um, this week. But um, I know it can get it can get going. Um, uh, you know, we just got to go out there and try and play well. There's got to be some mixed emotions. Maybe not once the game starts, but to be back there after everything. Of course, a little bit different for Jared Goff. He was drafted by the Rams, played in a Super Bowl with the Rams, and then unceremoniously was dumped to Detroit. We're back in the dumpers again. He was dumped by the Rams to Detroit. Don't you think for a second that his now Lions teammates aren't picking up this chip on his shoulder? This is what happens. Do y'all remember when Kevin Durant chose the Warriors? And the Warriors played their first game back in Oklahoma City against Russell Westbrook, who was still there at the time. And the fans were calling KD cupcake and soft and blah, 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 all these things. The Warriors took it upon themselves to make sure that he had a fantastic return. New teammates tend to adopt the chips that other players have especially when they feel like it's a legitimate beef. And in this case, Jared Goff was blindsided by the Rams, never heard from Sean McVay ahead of time. McVay has apologized for that and for how he's handled it. And so now you've got Jared's new favorite receiver, his new favorite target, Amon Ross St. Brown, 
who says, absolutely, the Lions will have this in mind. The, Jared Goff is the motivation. Personally, for me, yeah, I definitely do. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Um, you know, as a team, we want to we wanna win, obviously. It's not about Stafford or Jared. It's about this team and, and to take it one week at a time. But if you ask me personally, I definitely want to win, you know, win it for him. Because I know, I mean, he might not tell the media or what, but... I think it's within every player. You come from a, a team that, you know, first-round pick, went to the Super Bowl, and then gets traded. You know, if you ask anyone, they're going to feel some type of way. Um, so, for me, I want I want to go win it for him. I like it. Sean McVay won a Super Bowl with Matthew Stafford, of course, and so they are bonded for life. But, yeah, it's got to be a little weird with Stafford heading back to Ford Field. I think the big deal is is all the great things that he did for that city, um, you know, for that organization. I think there's a lot of appreciation on both ends. I know he feels that way. I know they do about him. Um, it's pretty unique to get an opportunity to go back there and, and play them in the playoffs. But I would imagine the appreciation that that city has for football and for the human being that he is, um, it'll be, you know, where they're saying, hey, we appreciate everything. And then we're rooting for the Lions to try to beat the Rams. But um it's a real credit to just what a special person and, and player Matthew's been over the course of his career. And, you know, I, I think that's what stands out to me. I love that. But still, he's a human being and there have to be emotions. Not that he isn't a veteran and he isn't experienced. Not that he hasn't managed his emotions in other situations. But I do think that that he's going to feel a rush of a flood of emotions as he gets back there and for a playoff game. And again, he's trying to extend the futility of this franchise for whom he bore the brunt for years. It's crazy. It's after hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS sports radio. That game on Sunday night, I think is my pick for, after hours game of the week. And it really doesn't have anything to do with whether or not it will be the most competitive, whether or not there's uh, 
it's it's not so much about going toe to toe. And if I think it will go down to the wire, it's I just love the human interest storylines. That's the one for me. But Packers Cowboys is also intriguing for those same reasons. For the human interest storylines. And Mike McCarthy in his time with the Packers ended the Cowboys seasons in the post or the playoffs multiple times. And the fact that he married a woman who's from there, his kids were born there. He called Green Bay home for years. Now, it, it might be really different if they were back at Lambeau. So if this game was not in Dallas, but it was in Green Bay, maybe a little more emotional. He's got them on his turf where the Cowboys haven't lost in, what is it, 15 straight games at home. They've been terrific at AT&T Stadium the last couple years. And McCarthy's a piece of that. But certainly, he has many ties to Green Bay and does have a ring from his time in Green Bay. Would have liked to win the game. And then that's, but that, at the end of the day, this is my team. You know, I'm a Dallas Cowboy and this is our, hmm. our opportunity. And I just want to make sure I'm doing my part. And that's pouring everything into winning this game. It's a great story. I mean, it's, it's cool to revisit that stuff. But I mean, our focus is on whatever team is right in front of us. It just so happens to be the Dallas Cowboys who, is a great challenge. You know, they've got star players in every phase. I mean, they get, I don't know how many all, all pros they had, but, um, or Pro Bowl players, but there's quite a few on that roster. And again, I, I've got so much respect for Mike McCarthy, so much respect for Dan Quinn. You guys know what he means to me in, in my career. And um, John Fossil, I've worked with him in LA, and I think they got three great leaders right there and couple that with the players they have it's it's a it's a pretty big task it is a who's who on the coaching staff to be sure Chilino on our Facebook page I'm a Cowboys fan but I have to say Lions versus Rams right with the storyline <laughs> that's the story and and the futility too the Detroit Lions are a team that for years weren't even lovable losers they were just losers they were the laughing stock. And now look at them. Division champions. Maybe you never thought you'd see it in your lifetime. But they're dealing from a position of strength. Now, the Rams absolutely have a chance to win this game. They're one of the hottest teams in football right now. They've won six of their last seven. And unless that Detroit defense is ready to go and can put some pressure on Matthew Stafford, he has got weapons and targets that will pick them apart. From Kyron Williams, who's had an incredible season, who gives them such great balance to their offense. Puka Nakua, a record-setting rookie year. Oh, hello, Cooper Cup. I mean, Matthew Stafford knows how to spread the ball around and how to find the open guy. Veteran quarterback. We're not talking about young guy who's got no playoff experience. We're talking about a Super Bowl-winning quarterback who can make any throw that is asked of him. If you give him a little time, if they don't put pressure on him, he can pick him apart. The Detroit defense, rebuilt, supposed to be tougher. Dan Campbell turning the Lions into a contender because of the defensive side of the ball. I mean, yeah, the offense is, it's a lot of fun. Jared Goff's had a great year. They've got some real weapons themselves. Jameer Gibbs, David Montgomery, I like the balance between run and pass. But it's the defense that they've been lacking in Detroit for so long. 
Well, that in a run game too, So, but whatever. <laughs> the defense has been the revelation this season. Coming out of the Matt Patricia era, I'm using my head, my air quotations. Can they put pressure on Stafford? Can they force him into a couple of interceptions? Although even when you do, he can he can fling the ball up and down the field and then Five get right back Stafford. into it. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Dan Miller on Lions Radio, JB Long for the Rams. Yeah, this I don't want to say it's a toss-up, because I understand why the Lions would be favored, but I do think the Rams are playing some great football right now, and they're pretty healthy. Oh, and have we even talked about Aaron Donald? Aaron Donald and Jared Goff, former oh, teammates. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, how many times do you think they matched up in practice or that Donald went after him in practice? For years, right? So fun. Aaron Donald is also a Super Bowl champion, and they're going to have to watch where he is at all times. Led by, you know, obviously the Hall of Famer over there, Aaron Donald, and uh, playing at a high level right now. Run and hit. Um, you know, they're able to get off the field and, and give the ball back to that offense. So uh, this will be challenging. Hmm. That's an understatement. It definitely will be challenging. So maybe that's the after hours game of the week. Find the poll on Twitter, A Law Radio, or on our Facebook page. And then coming up, we'll pick apart yet another one. Actually, Jay reminded me, and I saw this story earlier in the year. One of the Chiefs has decided that he will take it upon himself to make sure that no one, well, no one, that people don't have to miss their game if they're outside Kansas City because it's on streaming. Did you hear about this really cool move from him? If not, I'll tell you about it coming up. So let's look at Chiefs Dolphins then straight ahead. We're just going all haphazard. We're just throwing games out there and talking about them. They know exactly who's coming. It's going to be chaotic, but I swear to God, I'm not a lunatic. doesn't matter if you have one ass cheek and three toes. I will beat your ass. You know what I showed Bob recently? The video of Aiden Hutchinson from Hard Knocks performing Billie Jean. And the whole Lions like meeting room just going nuts. That's one of the most electric videos I yes. think that exists. I have seen it so many times. And even Bob. Well, I don't know why I say even Bob. Sorry, Bob. Even, like Bob was really excited about it, too. We laughed. Uh, I got to introduce him to all these cool moments from the NFL. Anyway. I check all the boxes. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. That was Aiden. Oh, <laughs> I forgot that. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Hillen motion goes to the right, looking for him. Deep down the field. And he got him! What a movement by a hill to catch that football! He was turned inside, Joe. The ball was hit, thrown to the outside, and he weaved his way back. Another bomb to a to hill touchdown. Mahomes looks to the left side, Sinai fires back, and the end zone caught! Touchdown! Kansas City! Actually, a circle route by Isaiah Pacheco. The Chiefs went four by one after the Pacheco motion, and he circles into the end zone. A new wrinkle for the Chiefs. That was sweet. This is After Hours ah, with Amy ah, Lawrence. Ah, ah. 
<laughs> Isn't that how he enters the field? Let's go! This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Monster the Muppet. (laughs) (laughs) It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. We spent a good portion of the show on the changing landscape in the world of football. No more Pete Carroll or Nick Saban on the sidelines, though Nick Saban is still very much a presence at Bryant-Denny Stadium in Tuscaloosa. Showed up to work, 7.20 a.m., per the usual, on Thursday. Meanwhile, Bill Belichick, the latest, I don't know if you call it a bombshell, but the latest jarring piece of news. Uh, we are waiting on a decision from New England. He is not retiring, at least, so... Whatever building he enters next will get an instant upgrade, and I cannot wait to see how that plays out. But all of that in the last 72 hours, plus uh, Mike Vrabel, that was a bit of a surprise in Nashville to some people. Uh, We knew about Washington. We weren't surprised by Atlanta. Now, eight head coaching jobs in the NFL. A full 25% of the league is searching for a new head coach, not to mention that there could be more. Now, I hesitate to say that because I don't know how many of the coaches who are moving into the playoffs or who have made the playoffs and will coach this weekend are on the hot seat. I don't actually think any of them are on the hot seat. If you go through the different matchups, I know in Dallas it's a popular opinion right now that Mike McCarthy will get fired if this game does not go the way of the Cowboys. I don't think that's the case. but I could be completely dead wrong, but I don't believe that's the case. I think the rapport that Dak Prescott and Mike McCarthy have built in the first year of McCarthy calling plays and Dak having more autonomy – That in and of itself is worth keeping Mike McCarthy. Dak's had an MVP season. This is the best year he's had in the NFL. How do you just blow that up when it works so tremendously well in the the wake of them making this change and Kellen Moore exiting? I just don't think you can do that. You've been waiting for years to see this Dak Prescott. Think about the connection between him and CeeDee Lamb. And so you're really going to fire the head coach and just bring in someone new and hope that nothing changes? To me, that's a dangerous game to play. I know it would be massively disappointing if the Cowboys lost this weekend, but I don't think Mike McCarthy's on the hot seat. Mike Tomlin is not on the hot seat, you goobers. He's not getting fired or replaced either. He's been offered a contract extension. 
Obviously not Andy Reid or Mike McDaniel. Not Kevin Stefanski or D'Amico Ryans. Not Matt LaFleur. Not Dan Campbell or Sean Payton. or Sean. Well, Sean McDermott, Jay seems to think, could actually be on the hot seat if they lose this game. But I think, because you initially had said to me that if they didn't make the playoffs, you thought he would get fired. But they've just rattled off five consecutive wins, and I don't think he's on the hot seat anymore. But have you changed your mind? Uh, it's cooled. The seat is cooled. But I do going in, I, I don't know if they're the biggest spread. I'm not a huge into the gambling, but I know that they're a 10-point favorite at the time, which Whoa. sounds like it should probably be the biggest. That's a lot. And I know, you know, TJ Watt's not going to play. So if they lose this game at home, I, I, it, it's not a good look. I mean, I, I don't know if it erases what they've done to the win streak and to make the playoffs and saves his job. But I don't know. It, it's still not good enough if you're the Bills. If they If they lose this week, it's not good enough. All right. So we'll see. Maybe there is another surprise firing. I don't know if there will be, but... The NFL is not for long, right? It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. We heard the Dolphins and Chiefs radio network. And if you didn't see this move by Charles O'Manahue, uh, this is, I think it's super cool. The fact that he is paying for the subscriptions for, I think it's 90 different fans. And he ran a contest on Twitter. And he's... <laughs> He's telling the fans that he doesn't want them to miss this game. And so for that reason, he's paying for subscriptions. Now, in Kansas City and in Miami, you can get the game on regular TV. But he went ahead and made it possible for a bunch more people. He said on Twitter, all right, Chiefs Kingdom, I saw the comments. I want y'all to be able to watch us play, so I'm giving away 93-month Peacock memberships. You had to enter the win, blah, 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 picking winners on Friday. I think that's awesome. Good for Charles. As for Travis Kelsey, it's been a tough year, but it's certainly not the end of the road for him. You guys think about retirement? Am I the only one in this boat? No. Is anybody else in this thing? All right, Whoever's not thinking about stuff down down the road, you know, I, I blame you. I think it's uh, it's just I have no reason to stop playing football, man. I love it. Um, we still have success. Um, come in with the with the right mindset, and uh, I just love the challenge that it gives me every single day uh, to try and be at my best. And like I said, I have no uh, no desire to stop anytime soon. Not Tyreek's Hill. Tyreek's Hill. Oh, Lordy. Not Tyreek Hill's first time facing the Chiefs since he went to Miami, but the first time at Arrowhead Stadium. So, Travis, how will the fans treat the returning former Chief? I expect KC to give him nothing but love um, until, he's, until he's putting up the peace sign or something <laughs> like that. Um, then he might hear a few boos, but uh, who he was for this community is... Um, it speaks volumes, you know. Every single, every single kid's camp he had, he made it his his uh, his effort to go out and shake those hands and uh, give those kids an experience they'll never have again. And um, you know that's why Tyreek is loved in this city, and he'll, he'll forever be loved in this city because of who he was off the field uh, in this community as well, man. So uh, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be electric just to see him, man. He's always uh, he's always one of the best football players in the league when he's on the field. The cold is the story, right? It's not Tyreek Hill. Sorry, Ty. It's actually the hey, intense Gina. cold. Let's get it, baby. That's supposed to be wind chills well below zero. I'm telling you, I couldn't feel my feet one December watching a game there at Arrowhead Stadium on the sidelines. So how do you prepare, Coach Reed? No. I mean, it's cold's cold. For you, me, I mean, it's cold. Cold is cold, but you go do your thing. That's, that's how you 
you go play. Seven layers. <laughs> Except you can't play football that way. Right, you can cover up your face. You can cover up your arms. You can wear multiple layers underneath. They'll have heaters on the sidelines. In some cases, they even have the sidelines heated, too, underneath. The, um, but it's just going to be cold. I mean, that's one of the hallmarks of Arrowhead this time of the year is that it's frigid. And the winds are, well, they're a problem as well. <laughs> they're a menace to society if you're trying to play a football game. So let's see how many guys are out there wearing gloves and how many guys are just going barehanded. <gasps> Ooh, and even short sleeves. It's O-Lineman. After Hours, CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 